everyone, I'm Ludlow, and he's Storley. And welcome to the TNL Playbook. Our goal is to share ideas and resources that can be useful for life and ministry. Nothing is off limits. While we aim to share the gospel because we both are in the seminary, we will seek to share what we think are practical ideas and resources that are useful to everyday living. We realize we all need Jesus, who is the source of all our needs. But we still need to live in this troubled and confusing world while going to our messed up churches with our less than perfect families with way more questions than answers. So this is our playbook for life and ministry. Come with us as we create and share ideas that will help us navigate this game of life. Welcome, 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 everybody. Hey, guys, what's up? Welcome to the new podcast. Man. Now, you might be asking, why in the world do we need a new podcast? And, you know, above everything else, what is this TNL playbook? Yeah, man, everybody's doing a podcast. And I've been thinking about doing one for a long time. I'm like, yeah, I ain't got nothing to say, but who knows? Let's see how this works. But TNJ. <laughs> no, nah, brother. T and L. Don't get you see. You see. Th- that's how. That's T-N-L. how new it is that we we even mess it up. The name. It's T and L playbook. Well, I think because I forgot my name for a minute. So let's get this straight. You are Thorley. I'm Thorley. And I'm Ludlow. And you're Ludlow. So that's the T That's the T and L. That's the T and L. And what's what's great about it is you know we we both have unique stories. Um, we our nativity is is the same, but our path from where we came from are unique. And I think this is going to be something that we are going to want to share in our podcast. Going to invite everyone to kind of you know go on this journey with us as we kind of go through this podcast. But I feel like we owe it to everyone who's listening. Why in the world are two seminarians starting a podcast? Uh, because Greek and Hebrew wasn't hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> Greek and Hebrew. <laughs> well, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. And I know a lot of folks are going to disagree with you on that because they're going to want to come to you and ask you, what's your secret to, to you know navigating through Greek and navigating through Hebrew? Well, my secret through Greek is don't take it yet. Hebrew, take it that many times until you get it. Boy, I tell you, listen, it's, it's one of those things where you, you dread it. You know, when you hear about it and you're dreading it while you're taking it, because, you know, I, I've been through the, the, the Greek and Hebrew, you know, you know, valley, you know, out there of seminary. But I can tell you this. It's one of the best experiences that I've had because afterwards applying that knowledge is phenomenal when you're doing that exegesis and when you're going deeper into the text and you're trying to to really extrapolate what's in it. It's a blessing. I could tell you that much. Yeah, it's true. But the real reality, why we want to do a podcast is we felt like there is so much information that needed to be shared. We felt that there's a space that was missing as young seminarians looking to go into ministry. There is so much to learn, so much to give, so much to share. So why not put those resources together that will not only benefit us, but benefit those that are in the same situation we are. Also, we we both did not do 
undergrad theology. We both, you know, came from separate backgrounds. But before we even talk about that, um, we both were elders in our church. You were a first elder. I did not get opportunity to be first elder, but um, we both served in that capacity. And we were almost like boots on the ground for ministry. And I am quite sure if my experience or your experience was like my experience, there are a lot of things that we had to learn on a whim, things that we had to try, we had to fail and try again. And when we came to seminary, we realized that there were a vast amount of resources that were available to the local church that would have helped us if we knew those things. I don't know if you feel the same way. Yeah, because I became a first elder. Like I literally came off the streets and became an elder. (laughs) (laughs) Which church you went to, bro? (laughs) I came off the streets and became an elder. And I realized a lot of things after I had to learn under women. And I wish I had resources that would have made my eldership experience different than what it was. I don't know if it would be better. I mean, but it would have made it a lot different. I think I would have been able to make a bigger impact, even though I don't know how much uh, more of an impact it would have been. I was very young as an elder, and I served as an elder for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I had to retire to come to <laughs> seminary. Otherwise, it retire from had, eldership. <laughs> yeah, still has to like serving as an elder, but. No, you're right. There are so many resources that are available that would have been useful to me as an elder. And I think even while we're here at seminary, we realize that a lot of things that the seminary itself won't prepare us for, that when we get into actual ministry, we still would be in the position where we have to learn on the go certain things. So pulling those resources now, I think, will prepare us for what we have to do after we get out of the field. And, and you know what? I, I think for a lot of folks, they, they had a misconception of what seminary is. And I think f- even for me, I had a misconception of what seminary was supposed to give to me. Um, I, I think in a, in a way, I thought that seminary was going to check certain boxes that I felt needed to be checked. But like any industry, they're not going to teach you everything, but what they're going to teach you is to how to get information. And that's one of the things that have been a blessing to me because a lot of the information that I have received was based on the push start that I got from seminary because prior to seminary, there was no hands to push me in a certain direction. So now that my resources are opened up. I, I, you know, I want to share and we want to share with individuals. And I feel like this here is, is good, would be good for pastors to listen to anyone to listen to, um, you know, because we want everybody to, to hear about seminary life, to hear about our life as we, we navigate through seminary, as we navigate through ministry. But I feel like in a, in a, in a, in a, in a small way, we want to reach out to the laity. We want to reach out to the elders, those who are in their local churches. And if they're honest with themselves that they're struggling, struggling in certain portions of their ministry. They're struggling with the way how they deal with with certain issues on a church level. Um, they're struggling with tools as to how to do things. And I feel like as as individuals who are in seminary who are looking to 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 lead God's people and to lead other leaders, I believe that the burden is on us to not just be pulpiteers, which we should be good at, but we should be great leaders. We should be people who create great resources based upon the needs that we see in our different churches. And even even if we ourselves can't make it, we should be able to gather those resources. And I think this podcast is 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 pointing in that direction. 
Yeah, and by no means are we saying we're experts. We again, no. we're seminary students learning and just chugging along. And so what we'll do, we will work together to pull resources or we'll get experts who know more than we do to come and share some of those resources with us. So I, it's going to be a fun and exciting journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have my notebook keeping notes. So when I'm out there in the field, I can go back to say on episode whatever, whatever, we went over this. How can this be beneficial to my ministry at this point? Absolutely. Time? And we're not we're not saying that we have the elixir to all of ministries and life's needs. I just feel like we just need to talk about things. Yeah. And everybody has a perspective that needs to be listened to, that needs to be respected. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, despise not prophesying, mm. prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. Mm. And I believe that. You know, we have a point of view based upon our past life, based upon our current life and where we want to go. And I feel like, you know, we could share it. You could listen. It could, you know, add value to your life. It may not, you know, but we we feel like if we don't add it, um, we don't share it, then someone who does not have those resources may not receive the blessing because we did not say something. But what we want to do is just what Seminary did for us is to give us that nudge in the right direction. And maybe with that nudge, it would help you to to look at the right books, look at the right resources that would be perfect for your context and your situation in ministry. Yeah, and as you listen, I mean, if we talk about something that you know something about, hey, reach out to us, share with us. Maybe we can have a conversation. Maybe our two cents and your two cents together can create something for someone else that will be beneficial to them. And listen, we are still learning. We are still learning. So so whatever you guys can share with us as well, um, please, by all means, send it on to us. Um, what, what's, what's our email, bro? Do, do you even know where our email is? Our email is playbook. See, he got it wrong again, man. <laughs> Yo, we gonna get it right. Listen, so, it's it's our it's our first episode. We are allowed to get it wrong a few uh, times. There you go. It's 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 T N L Playbook at gmail.com. Ah, uh, that's what it is. T N L Playbook. T N L Playbook. Uh, get it right. <laughs> we go. We gonna get it. So, if you have any ideas that you want to share with us, any comments, any feedback, listen. We're all up for it. We're all on this journey of learning, and that's what this platform is about. So, shoot us your comments. Shoot us if you want us to talk about something that that is ministry based. You know, we 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 want to talk about the things even that are uncomfortable, and. You know, as Ludlow said, we don't have all the ideas. You know, we don't have all the answers. And sometimes it's not about the answers, but it's just about opening a community, a a forum, a space that we can just talk about stuff. So, so um, I want to I want to ask you this, Ludlow. I want to ask you this. Mm. What are you thankful for, bro? Believe it or not, I'm thankful that I live in Berrien Springs. <laughs> Now, now, why Berrien Springs? Is this, is this this compared to some other place that you lived? Uh, compared to Brooklyn, man. I did not want to leave Brooklyn. You know how long it took me to come to seminary? How, how long it took you, bro? <laughs> At least 12 years I've been struggling. I'm like, I do not, do not want to live in Berrien Springs. Then I moved here and COVID happened. And you know what? I ain't leaving Berrien Springs. <laughs> 
you know you know what's funny you are like one of the rare seminarians especially from you know a, a city like in like brooklyn new york because i'm from brooklyn new york as well and most seminarians that are from you know the east coast or from some other metropolis in you know in the united states or around the world they can't wait to leave Berrien. you know the fact that we only have what two or three stoplights here and just a mcdonald's and a taco bell you know as restaurants we don't have much to choose from here and you're saying that the fact that you came here at this time where covid hit you're grateful that you're in this space instead of new york yeah man and i'm here with my family and we're happy to be here my wife who didn't want to come either don't want to leave either so you know i'm just grateful that god brought us here at the right time and so we're excited about Berrien springs we're the only ones but we love it listen man i i i'm grateful that it's a thursday because we're recording on a thursday and i don't have class today mm. and it's it's one of those things where when you you took your last class and you could just kind of let your hair down and just relax for a little bit you know i i know your thank is is bigger than mine right now but i don't know man the fact that we can just sit down right now and just not think about assignments, not think about these 200 pages that we're going to have to read for our, our class next week. You know, it's, 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 it's a blessing to me. So that's something that I'm, I'm mindful for today. And I feel like, you know, this is something we're going to do, uh, you know, all our podcasts. We want to, we want to talk about issues, but we also want to talk about issues. We also want to balance the scales and give thanks for something. So you're grateful that you're in Berrien. Yep. And I'm grateful that it's Thursday. So, you know, that's that's something good to 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 be to be thankful for. So so Ludlow, let me let me ask you this. Quick fast. Give our listeners a little background about Ludlow. Where are you from? What you did prior to seminary, and why are you in seminary? All right. So Ludlow originally from Jamaica, but I'm a Brooklyner. I'm a, I'm a New Yorker living in Brooklyn. I worked as an accountant. Uh, never thought about pastoral ministry or I, I thought about it, but didn't want to. Didn't think there was any money in it. I served at my church as a first elder for nine years. Saw how stressful it was. Like, why would I want to go to ministry? And now you want to be a pastor. <laughs> but it's one of those crazy things where when God call you, God calls you. And I've learned that it's best to be obedient to the call of God than keep running from it. Because the, the longer you run, you might end up in the belly of the whale like Jonah. And three days may seem like an eternity. Preacher. So that's kind of the, the journey that I, that I, that I was on. Um, I was excited to finally accept the call. My family and I packed up. Move here, and again, I'm happy to be here. Don't regret it, and I'm looking forward to what God is going to do in my life. What about you, Thorley? What's your deal? What brought you here? <laughs> um, I think my story is similar to yours in 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 many ways. Um, I am also from Brooklyn, born in Jamaica as well. But instead of being an accountant, I was an engineer in aerospace industry for almost 15 years. You know, I've always been 
in the environment of ministry as my dad you know is a church planter he planted churches in jamaica as well as in here here in the united states and i always kind of had that in my blood i was that kid whose dad had that honda 50 in jamaica who's always you know going to these tent meetings and you know when the honda 50 broke down he'll be carrying me when i was much younger you know on his shoulders and you know he can't carry me on his shoulders now but <laughs> I was kind of the poor guy would be dead, but um, you know it was. It, I've always been exposed to ministry, and I always had this love for ministry. And even when I was doing my regular job, I always found time for ministry. And I, you know, God, God has been calling me for a lot of years. But, you know, because of personal situations and personal circumstances, the time just wasn't right. Mm -hmm. But this time around, the time was right and God prepared the way. And that's one thing I, I, I have to say. God prepared the way so I could make it to Berrien. And I, you know, I moved out here and I have not regretted walking away from, you know, aerospace, which was an industry that I love, traveled the world, you know, met a lot of, a lot of people, you know, sat at a lot of important boardrooms. But now I feel that my calling is higher. And I like the saying that that someone said, who that is called to do the Lord's work never stepped down to be a king. And I feel like, you know, if I should walk away from this, I would be stepping down, you know, to be a king. Because doing the Lord's work is much higher than even, you know, kingship. So, so that's why I'm here. And, you know, that's why, you know, that's why seminary for me, because there is a lot of work that... I see needs to be done in the urban areas. You know, being from Brooklyn, yeah. um, being around immigrants, seeing the struggles that that our people, not just black folks, but just our people as Christians serving God in the United States in these, you know, situations. Not to say that they are impoverished, but their lives can be better. Yeah. We want to serve them, not just, you know, spiritually, but we also want to serve them in a in a way that their their quality of life while here on earth can be better because i believe that as christians the bible says well we're the head and not the tail yeah. and that's why we're here to to enrich their spiritual lives and also to develop them so they can be better and that's why that's why i'm here you know yeah for me man as i said the call god places call in my life for a while i've been running from it a matter of fact right before i came the opportunity for me to own take over an accounting business mm. and while that would have been great but as i look on just life and as you said seeing people struggle i realize you know what this is what god wants for me what god's plans are will be better than anything that i can plan or think of for myself and so i'm excited um i'm looking forward to what god's plans are for ministry my thing is i like to help people and like you, I don't like seeing people go through struggles they don't have to. And mm. I believe that ministry training plus the experience that I've had will give me the skills or a set of tools that I can use in ministry to improve the lives of people. That yeah, we can yeah, we can go and pitch tents and and, and, and preach and baptize people. P pitch what? Pitch tents. Yes. Bro, bro, it's, it's 2020. Nah, pitch. you can still pitch tents. <laughs> but those things won't be as effective today as they were you best believe last it. year. You best and believe so it. And so I think we have to reach the needs that people have. And needs are 
are, are different, they're financial, they're economic, they're social. And so we have to be in a position to be able to, to meet those needs. And I think uh, that's something that I'm looking forward to. Ministry, I think that's one of the reasons why we are doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. So some of those things that you and I always sit in a seminary and talk about are on, on Zoom. We chat about <laughs> late into the night. That's for sure. We can um, address some of those things and come up with a, 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 a plan, a playbook for when we're out there, we can go back to that playbook and say, okay, this is something we can use that will help us to navigate ministry and make the lives of those we serve a lot better. Practical ministry. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I like what you said because it's a good caveat into the point that we, we need to get some things off our chest. And those things that we want to get off our chest are the things that bother us about ministry. The things that we who have been in ministry you know, at the levels that we have, we thought were insufficient. We thought were not dealt with properly. And um, I know now, um, since COVID, now since um, certain things have happened in the news, um, especially to some of our black brothers and sisters, a lot of different conversations have been started. So some of the things that we want to talk about um, is number one, we want people to understand who we are. Yeah, we want to, you know, invite you on this journey. You know, we want to talk about why we chose seminary and some of the um other uh, other other things that we're doing in seminary. We want to talk about you know which Bible. People are always arguing about which Bible to use. Yeah. I don't know why why that is a thing. King and you know, James, baby. You know why it's a thing because people are not being educated properly. And I feel like if we have leaders, leaders should be educated. And as much as we're going to be preachers, yeah, that's good. But we also should should be teachers and we're going to talk about which bible should be used which which bible is the best bible all right so so don't give up your you know don't 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 give up yet we're going to talk about it we're going to put some things out there so yeah. you could cogitate on so you can you can make the best decision between you and god we're going to talk about what what else we're going to talk about so we're also going to talk i mean yeah we say we're in the seminary but we're also doing this crazy thing we are doing dual degrees yeah we are in this program called community and international development and so we're going to talk about that and how that will play a role in our ministry and then we're also going to touch on social justice issues and black adventism yeah we are yeah. adventists yep we are not a cult we are the followers of jesus christ mm-hmm. that believe in his second coming so we are going to touch on that and a couple other topics. Yeah, and I think we're going to put a, a interesting spin to it because, yes, we're going to talk about social justice, but we're going to talk about it from a, a, a Caribbean, a black Caribbean standpoint, as well as a African-American standpoint, because for a lot of folks, they don't think there's a difference. So we're going to talk about those differences as well. We're going to talk about the preaching that we hate. Yeah, man. <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna come with our list of preachers. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, but we're we're gonna discuss preaching because after all, part of the responsibility we'll we'll have is preaching. Yeah, and we want to make sure that as preachers, we are preaching biblically sound messages that can connect to people. That after they hear them, their lives will be transformed. Yeah, yeah. And so we'll talk about some of the preaching we don't like. We'll talk about some of the preaching we love. By the way, thoroughly, Professor James is the preacher. I'm just yeah, this guy. a student learning how to be as good as Pastor Thoroughly. But we want to talk about, you know, how people approach these things because I've been invited to a lot of Zoom 
prophecy seminars and and i have a problem with some of these seminars now understand what we're saying we're not saying that we know everything but we're just saying we have a problem with some of the things that we have heard and 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 how they have been taught and they have left more people confused because people are are not are are not educated and I'm not saying just because we were in seminary, we're better. Absolutely not. We believe that we can't fight a pilot about how he flies a plane. Yep. We can't go argue with an engineer with how he designs his thing. And I think that a pastor is someone who should be respected in their craft as a as a Bible teacher and a Bible scholar. Yep. So so just because someone has a Bible and they say they believe they have the Holy Spirit doesn't mean they shouldn't listen to the one that God has called and God has equipped through the years of seminary through Midian like a, like he did Moses. I believe there are many people out there who love the Lord who are teaching but because they have not been educated, they have not sat at the foot of the prophets, they are hurting others in what they're doing yeah so we're going to talk about prophecy in terms of get what's conspiracy theories what the myth yeah yeah you know, what's truth so we're going to touch on that we're also going to touch into revelation inspiration and hermit <laughs> i love this one uh that that will be thoroughly i'll probably be asleep while he's <laughs> <laughs> you see many people probably like, oh these 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 are big but you know what it's it's interesting a lot of what we do as christians involve this yeah and i believe the way how we approach understanding the, the bible itself yeah. involves this so we're going to talk about it and we're going to break down these three big words revelation inspiration hermeneutics so we can you know so the lay person can understand because yeah. you know in in fact we are a lay person so yeah. that, that that's we still are right we, we still are yeah. we still are we still are so we're going to talk about church schools yep Woo. And that's talk something that yeah, i'm passionate about i know thoroughly's passionate about um i know a lot of folks who have children in the church schools maybe considering church schools and we'll talk about why it's important and why it should be supported and some of the issues we think need to be addressed currently in our church schools we'll also sure. talk about job creation in our church again we are going to talk about every and anything nothing is off limits we're going to discuss anything that we feel will benefit the church and the members and also benefit the folks in the community we try to reach mm-hmm. so nothing is off limits uh we're going to also talk about our, our goals for ministry, what we expect ministry to look like, what we think it will look like. I'm sure by the time we leave here, who knows how long that will be. <laughs> Thorley will probably be done sooner than I am, um, especially after COVID. Yeah, church, yeah. Will, church and ministry will not look the same after COVID. So those are some of the things we'll talk about. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to sitting next to Professor James. You hear this guy? You hear this guy? And what we also want to do while we are looking forward, we want to pull in some of our colleagues who have gone through this process that we have and are new in ministry. And just like how, you know, the president have his first 100 days, we want to tap into some of our colleagues who, you know, who went through their first 100 days in ministry so they can share with us and those in seminary who care to to know about this, what the first 100 days was like for them. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, having this information would be cool and neat for, you know, as something that we want to to look forward to. So, you know, I'm excited about what's coming up, you know, on the TNL playbook. And we want to not only do 
you know, have discussions, as Ludlow said. But along the way, we want to create resources, things that are tangible to you, you know, forms, you know, sheets that you can you can check and so on and so forth that will help you in your various ministries. So as God helps us, we want to help you in your church, in your local ministry. Yeah, and you'll be able to reach out to us through social media, through email. And we'll have all of that. Once the resources are created, they're available to you free of charge. Use as you wish. And we'll be able to provide whatever support we can based on the experience and knowledge we have or point you to the resources and tools in terms of the books or the persons that we feel will help benefit your ministry. All right. All right. So, you know, I think we've I think we've we've I think we did good for the first for the first episode. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, the TNJ playbook. Thing. <laughs> You're funny, man. <laughs> the TNL uh, playbook. Yeah. But man, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, and, I, and I'm happy that I'm doing with you, brother. And what's likewise, crazy, likewise, real quick, Thorley and I, we're both Jamaicans lived in Brooklyn our churches are literally maybe a couple bus stops away <laughs> and I met Thorley the first day we walked in seminary in we Chapel shook right hands. in Chapel in Chapel yeah yeah we shook hands <laughs> I remember and um, that was the first time he said oh I'm from I'm like okay memory and then after that a friend of ours who's who only came to the seminary for one year mm-hmm. we met together for a Hebrew study group and Thorley and I have been friends since then. And so I'm excited that we're doing this together. But it's crazy. Lived in Brooklyn, but it's when we came to the seminar yeah, we finally. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I'm excited about what God is gonna use um this this platform to do. Yeah. We're hoping to bless some lives. We're hoping to introduce some people to Christ. And we're hoping to help those who are already on their walk with Christ to become better at it. Yes. And I'm looking forward to discuss preaching we hate preaching we hate (laughs) so stick around preaching we hate will be coming up shortly so ladies and gentlemen brethren thank you so much for tuning into our first podcast we're excited as you can hear i hope that you're blessed you know send us send us send us a a comment send us a comment um tnl playbook at gmail.com tell us what you think tell us what we can improve on and we will listen i will shout you out yeah and definitely and if you want to join us for an episode, got something you want to share, hit us up. We'll talk and we'll see what happens. Sounds good. So until then, thank you for tuning into TNL Playbook. All right. Thank you. See you soon. Thanks for listening. Please look out for a new episode every Monday. Special thanks to Ashova uh, Acoustic Wave for providing our theme music. Also want to shout out Dwayne Rowe for the logo. Check him out on Instagram at Dwayne Rowe and his website DwayneRowe.com for more art. And don't forget to like and follow us at TL Playbook on Instagram, on Facebook. Until then, see you next Monday.